Josh Pastor, George Coach, if you could uh, please go ahead and start with a uh, brief statement before we open it up for questions. Yeah, just uh, first of all, I want to give Miami a lot of credit. Coach Larinaga and his team is really good. Um, and they've been playing so well. And uh, they got guys that can just flat out put the ball in the basket. I knew we were going to struggle early. And it wasn't that we struggled. We only had two turnovers. I thought we played the right way. We just have good energy. Thought we were a little tight in the sense, just we hadn't been on the arena. It looked like we were off a week from playing, uh, but uh, we responded in the second half. We got stops. Um, you know, I thought some of our guys made huge plays. I, I, I jumped Jordan Usher at halftime. He took it like an elite player and came out the second half and was really good, really good. Jose was just tough as nails. Michael DeVoe has just continued to hit big shot after big shot for us in key times. I thought Bubba Parm hit big shots for us both the first half and second half. Kyle Sturdivant gave us great minutes, hit a big three first half, and then did a good job against the press the second half there when we needed that. Khalid Moore just really good defensively, really good, and hit some big shots late. I thought Rodney Howard was just gave us great minutes. Look, Moses Wright did not play well. And I told Moses, he's got to flush that down the toilet and, and be better tomorrow. But he, Moses didn't have a good game, but it shows the type of team we have that we're still able to win um, even when a guy like Moses is not able to have one of his better games. But it's a great thing for Georgia Tech. They're playing in the semifinals of the ACC tournament. A couple of years ago, I've been coming to these a couple of years previously just to see the other things. And I've always said playing in the, getting to the semifinals of the ACC tournaments like playing in a mini final four. It's, it's really special. And we got a great opportunity against a great team in Virginia and um, excited to have an opportunity tomorrow to play them. Okay, we'll open it up for questions for Coach Pastor. If you have a question, please use the raise hand function within Zoom. We'll call on people individually, beginning with Mark Bradley from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Uh, Josh, sorry for asking you a non-game question first off, but when you, uh, when you got the word on Duke uh, being out of this uh, and out of the rest of March, uh, did that just uh, give, give credence to all the fears that you've had while sitting around your hotel? Mark, I've, yeah, I, I can't speak on Duke because I don't know. The hold on, hold on. I, I don't know the situation on what happened there, uh, you know, what all the particulars were, but all I know is for us, I have tried to the best of my ability to the point of exhaustion and repeat, I, I repeat myself as it, does, as it is, but think about repeating myself times 50. So think of me, who, as much as I repeat myself, times that by 50 on COVID protocols, and that's what we've done. And I have just, been on it like you wouldn't believe because I just said, guys, it, it, it obviously we're going, we're, we're in the field, we're going to the NCAA tournament, so we've got to do everything in our power to protect. You can't see people on the outside, you can't see a family member. If you do, it's at the bus distance, masked on the outside. You got to stay, you know, you just it, it's just keeping in our bubble, and that's why we did the bubble that we've done because we've got to, the objective is just to, is get to Indianapolis. And um, obviously we want to win the ACC tournament, but we want to get to Indianapolis. So I have been on it like you wouldn't believe And These things are precious to get to the NCAA tournament. It is almost impossible to get there. It's not, I know people think it's an easy, no, 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 no. Let me be very, very clear. It is winning is so hard. And to get to the NCAA tournament, you know how hard that is in this day and age? So we are, we're in the tournament. So we just got to get to Indianapolis and we got to continue to protect 
wearing a mask, avoiding people in the elevators. We can't be around our family members. Just got to stay in our bubble so we can get to Indianapolis. Thanks. Next question comes from Kelly from Rivals. Hey, Josh, I was curious about some plays at the end of the game there. Obviously, not really the sequences you wanted, but I was curious, there were a couple times you broke the press and like Khalid dribbled the ball back out instead of maybe going up for what could have been a layup. Is that something you coach in that situation where you're trying to value time over yeah, they, scoring or just a personal decision there? I thought I thought that was okay when he dribbled it out because they were they were on that situation, we were fine because they were trying to foul. And, um, and, and I, I didn't have an issue with that. And it was, there was a defender back there. So that it wasn't just a wide open layup, Like the one Jordan Usher had that was wide open, but the previous with Khalid, he made the right decision, but it, we didn't do a good job handling our press break. We just, we've got to clean that up. Um, you know, we just, there's a, we were, we just got on our heels and, um, we'll be better about that. We were, you know, we, when Wake Forest pressed us, we were fine. And but we had a couple issues against Duke and Syracuse, obviously. And we were fine versus Wake Forest, but weren't fine today and late. But fortunately, we ended up pulling out towards the end there. Next question from Rod McKenzie from 247 Sports. Hey, Josh, uh, what changes did Miami make from the first game to the second game in attacking your zone, especially in that first half? Well, I thought, Rod, I thought uh, Big Kid Brooks was just a stud tonight, this afternoon. He was really good, and he just, I thought he was the aggressor. Last time he played, Moses was the aggressor, and I thought to, uh, this this afternoon, uh, Brooks was the aggressor. And, uh, and I thought Moses was on his heels today a lot. Uh, but I thought Rodney Howard gave us good minutes guarding him. But he's a good player, Brooks. I mean, he's, he's all seven feet and strong and, and an athlete. I mean, he's, I mean, the guy's a good player. Question from Jeff Schultz from The Athletic. Yeah, Josh, can you um, replay just the, the, the out-of-bounds play that, um, that Jose saved there, just what you saw, how it unfolded? And then also, um, I'll have a follow-up question on Jose, just in terms of physically him withstanding all he's gone through. We, fortunately, Jose saved us. He, he, it was a, a bobble, but he caught it with two hands. The other kid got it with one. Two always beats one. That's just a sheer will and determination of one. You know, it's a player's game. Sometimes the play the players are either going to make the coach look good or not look good. And on that situation, Jose saved us by catching that ball. You know, fortunately we caught it and you know we were able to get the win. But uh, um, Jose is just tough. He's hard nosed. He's a winner. He just competes. He's got elite competitive excellence and elite competitive fire. And at his size, in order to be successful, you have to be elite as a competitor. Did you see, when you saw the ball flying to the other side of the court? I mean, you saw Jose chasing it. I mean, did you think it was going out of bounds, or did you? No, well, I knew Jose was getting it. If anyone else, it might have gone out of bounds, but not Jose Alvarado. He's made so many winning plays that don't show up in the box score. I can't even put a number on it. The amount of winning plays that guy's made, I can't even put a, a, a number on it. It's unbelievable. He's as good of a guard that Georgia Tech has ever had, again, as in terms of 50-50 balls and winning plays. He's as good as in Georgia Tech. I mean, obviously, Georgia Tech's had so many elite guards, but I'm just saying in that, in that area of 50-50 balls, 
and winning plays and just stuff, giving his body up. He's as good as guard as Georgia Tech has ever had in the history of Georgia Tech in that, in that area. Next question from Ken Segura from the Atlanta Journal of Constitution. Um, Josh, you said yesterday, I think you just, you know, you still want to win one game and now you've got a chance to get to the finals. Can you kind of describe the challenge a face ahead of you and kind of what, what we guys will be doing, you know, for the next 24 hours? Yeah, Ken, look, we played Virginia. We played them twice. It'd be really nice to, I mean, that's the only team that we didn't, we haven't beaten, this, you know, in the league since I've been in the league was Virginia. So obviously they're really, really good. Um, they're, they're just, you know, they got great players, great coach. Um, but you're in the final, you're in the semifinals on a neutral court and um, uh, let's see what happens. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be ready to play, but obviously we know how good Virginia is and we know we're going to have to play just at the, at the best that we can play to, to have a chance to beat them and then get to Saturday. Next question from Zach Klein from WSB TV. Hey coach, uh, you mentioned the first half just struggles. Was it sluggish? Were they just kind of nervous is maybe a strong word for the moment. Were they soft? What do you see of them in that first half kind of jump on them a little bit? Yeah, I just think Zach, we weren't in real rhythm. Maybe that was just being in a hotel for a whole week and, you know, not playing in a week. And we just, and not having seen the court for, you know, we didn't practice in the court. I thought we actually were okay offensively. We got some shots. We just didn't have good energy. So I don't think it was nerves. I just think it was a little bit of just, I thought we were a little slow in some things. And we were, they, Miami was the aggressor. Miami was playing on their, you know, they were the, they were proactive. We were reactive. So just tell them, just say anything to jump on them to get them going. Oh yeah. Yeah. At halftime, I, I jumped on the guys hard. And that's what I was saying that, that I jumped Jordan Usher and, you know, and he responded at a high level. I'm so proud of him. And so our guys responded on me getting on them at halftime and they just kind of needed a wake up call and they responded the right way. And, you know, we were able to, you know, come out the second half, we got stops and which allowed us to get the win. Next one comes from Danny Thompson from three point conversion. Coach Danny Thompson with the three point conversion. Great win today. You mentioned about Jose being one of the best in probably Georgia Tech history when it comes to 50-50 balls and just winning plays. You've coached your share of elite guards in your time coaching college basketball. Have you coached anybody or any guard with a defensive mindset, IQ, or skill set of Jose at any time? No, I have not. And, and, and again, I, I've been around at Arizona. Think about this. I've been, Arizona was called uh, guard you. Memphis with Lou Olson, John Calipari, we were called guard you. And then at Georgia Tech was known for guard you with coach Bobby Kremens. So I've been at three schools. Obviously, I didn't work for coach Kremens, but I've been around three schools that, that's all about guard play. And again, you know, there's different guys who are incredible talents of the guards at those schools, including at Georgia Tech. I don't know anyone in the, that I've been around at all three schools I mentioned that is as good as Jose Alvarado and what he's done with winning plays, 50-50 balls, defensive IQ, defensive toughness, especially at his size. Um, you know, I just don't think there's been another guard that I've been around. And I don't think there's been a guard at Georgia Tech even. There's been guys who are obviously who are elite NBA players and have been on the Olympic team and stuff like that. But just with his hands and his winning the 50-50 balls in that category, he's as good as I've been around. 
And as good as I, that I, you know, maybe as a Georgia Tech guard in those categories, and I'm really proud of them. And we wouldn't be in the position we're in today going to the NCAA tournament, playing for the semifinal in the ACC tournament, building this program back to where it is now through the grind of it without Jose's toughness. Okay, we'll go ahead and take the last three that are in queue here. We'll start with one from Patrick Canaro from Ramblin' Sports. Coach, congratulations on your first ACC tourney win. Uh, reference Virginia tomorrow and not any trade secrets to disclose, but are you gonna are you gonna approach that any differently than you did the last time you played them? Yeah, Patrick, it's good to get that um that that win. That way guys like Ken and Kelly and Zach can Zach can put on TV and Kelly and Ken can write that I and Rod can write that I've you got Jeff. Mark, you guys can all write that we finally won our first game. That I don't say I'm an offer in the, in the uh, ACC tournament, so I can get that. We can check that box now. You know what I mean? So uh, that's always good to do. So, um, but no, we'll 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 watch the film. We'll figure it out. I mean, there's not that much you can. You're not going to make wholesale changes from now to tomorrow. I mean, you're just going to have to go out and maybe make some adjustments based on some things. But in the end, you just got to go out and probably make some shots too and and, and guard them. We'll we'll figure out what we got to do tonight and maybe make a minor adjustment here and there, but in the end, you just got to go play. Question from Rod McKenzie. Hey, Josh, what does it say about Bubba to be able to take that ball down the lane, you know, in the closing minutes in a critical situation amongst all the big guys, you know, here he is the shortest guy on the court. You know, we talk about a lot of guys about player development. How about Bubba Parham? How about his toughness? How much better has he gotten? Pete, Listen, he signed with with VMI. All due respect, VMI is a great basketball program. Coach Earl over there does a great job. In fact, he won the Coach of the Year. I mean, he's this year in in their conference. He's really good coach. They got a good program. But let's call it like it is. It's not the AC. This is the best league in all of college basketball with the biggest guards, the best guards. And here's Bubba, maybe the smallest player in the league, but might have the biggest heart, the toughest young man. Just competes. It's unbelievable. He probably doesn't get enough credit uh, uh, for what he does and what he brings to his team. He's tough as nails. I'm just so darn proud of him. When he plays with that chip and his head on his shoulder, on his that chip and that edge on his shoulder, that's what we're about. You know, that playing in that way, and he embodies what we're about. I'm so proud of him. And we'll go ahead and wrap up with one from Kelly Quinlan. Yeah, Josh, we talked. Um, several months ago when the season started and things didn't go the way you wanted to. Now you're two games away, possibly from, you know, an ACC tournament championship or and you're also on the edge of going to the NCAA tournament for the first time. Can you kind of just talk about how, I guess, how difficult this is, this season's been and how much pride I guess you have in your team and the way they've responded to adversity at each moment that you've had it this year? Well, I said this last time too. I remember in Houston on Saturday in 2016 of April, on that Saturday, the final four, I was meeting with Mike Babinski, two other people from Georgia Tech, and the person from the search firm in the hotel room down in Houston, Texas, interviewing for the Georgia Tech job. And they told me, Coach, listen, we got to have somebody here. I mean, this, we're going to totally rebuild and start over. There's going to be a lot of losing, it's going to take time. Do you have the energy and the vision to do this? And I look at all four people in their eye. I put my fist down and says, I, my, I, I believe in what we can do here. I want this job. Five years. Five years we'll be back in the NCAA tournament. I says, not three, not four. And I said, I don't need six or seven. 
five, give me five years and we will be back in the NCAA tournament. And I texted Mike Babinski and everyone else in that room to let him know it was very important to me personally that I fulfilled my word to those four people. It was very important because that has always stuck in my mind when I told those four people in that room that we've got to get five years. And so to follow through with that. And so I say all that to say it has been a grind. I can't explain because there's been things that I didn't expect was going to happen. And that's where when you think life doesn't throw you punches, holy Toledo, how about the, I mean, we got some punches. I got some punches. But the credit to these young men, the credit to the staff, to everyone that's been here to get Georgia Tech basketball back towards that is, is incredible. And it's, and it's, 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 I can't express, you know, when, maybe when we get in May for, in May and I'm able to take a little vacation and just relax and look back, but ju- I know what, how hard this is to get to this point and from where we started and what we had to go through. And I can't say enough gratitude and thanks to the young men, the staff, and obviously my, my current bosses. How about Todd Stansberry and President Peterson and Marvin Lewis and Dr. Cabrera? How about those, President Cabrera? How about those guys sticking by me when it, it wasn't easy to stick by me? I recognize that. So um, God bless everyone. And I'll tell you what, Jeff Schultz, Mark Bradley, Kelly, Ken, Rod, Zach, you know, because you guys have covered us the most. You know, you, you, you've never wrote anything calling for my head. And you and Patrick, you're there as well, too. You, you, let, the, you let it play out for five years. And so I appreciate that, too. And I, I, I know it wasn't easy. I know it was easy at times. You probably could have wrote something that says, get them out. But I appreciate you, you know, having fair coverage on, on the course of it all, too. So I, I know that's not always easy, but I recognize that as well, too. So I appreciate everybody. It's a community effort. And that includes everybody on this on this on this uh, screen. It's a community effort, and I want to give a great shout out because I've leaned on him a lot as Mike Stamus, a lot. So he's he's been able to take a lot of my calls as well too. So that I've been able to bounce things off of. So I appreciate everybody. Georgia Tech's in the semifinals of the ACC tournament and going to the NC two NC tournament. We have the Player of the Year and the Defensive Player of the Year, and we're in the ACC. Think of what we've done over these five years, these last two years. The first year, I mean, there's things that we've done. It's been an incredible journey, and it's been a total community effort to make it all happen. Coach, thank you. Congratulations. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, thanks, everybody.